You're listening to the Steadfast Life Podcast with Jake and Witt, where we take your questions and offer our answers. We're here to give you what you're looking for, whether that's value, entertainment, or just some laughs. Hi, friends. Jake, what's the question? Today's question is, uh, my mom is rude and judgmental. Do you have any suggestions besides just avoiding her? (laughs) Uh, Well, I think it's interesting that the judgment is my mom is rude and judgmental. Oh, you're going right there. I thought she, I thought she was going to I thought she was going to go gentle first before she pointed out that glaringly obvious piece of this thing. But she went that that that's what makes it went awesome. She goes right there. <laughs> yeah. This is the uh, the the no BS. If you really want the right answers, the good answers. Yeah, so so when I rudely judge that my mother is rude and judgmental, <laughs> what are your suggestions for it? Yeah, well, I, I think that, um, well, first, and, and I say this, you know, just in all honesty with relationships, knowing that relationships are messy, uh, I would say forgive her for being oh, yeah, rude of course. and judgmental. And, um, so that's a safe suggestion since Jesus yeah. suggested it also. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think you're good with that one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> nice. Right, it's not just me being judgmental. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that actually has more momentum and power than we, than we feel like it does. And, and sometimes it's, it's forgiving them a hundred times or, you know, or 70 just, times seven. Yeah, just getting in the habit of of like, oh yeah, I I do want to forgive her regularly and often, um, and what that does is it frees us up to not need them to be any different in order for us to enjoy their company and, and love them. What would you say? Oh, I I think you're right on the right track, and I think sort of an underlying question of that is, you know, if you were to just let your mother be the way that she was. Does that mean she's walking all over you? You know, are, are you now a, a doormat? You know, for but the the truth is that what it could push you toward, if you've got your your perspective right, is uh, a, a relationship of honesty. Accepting, like what's saying, means that no matter what you say, your mom is allowed to respond however she wants. Simultaneously, you are allowed to show up however you want. And so if you take the time on your own without your mom being involved to get clear on how you want to show up and you know why and you like it and it's the character you want to be, whatever that looks like for you, we're not going to tell you, you know, who that is. That's your call. And you decide this is how I want to show up and you show up that way. That doesn't mean that your mom has to respond to it a certain way. She also gets to respond however she wants. And that's the accepting part. That was describing. So if you imagine that dynamic where you're like, okay, this is who I want to be and I'm going to accept however that's received, it it brings just a, like a very, almost like a naked honesty to the relationship where you can really have a space to to connect on an intimate level. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the, the work that we do on our mothers, because we all love our moms 
and uh, we can all probably relate that they also cause some some frustration. I can't relate. And <laughs> um, what what I love about what Jake's saying is it gives us it, it allows us to show up in the way that we want from an empowered place and also use it as an opportunity to um, kind of clean up our own thinking and, and to uh, look at some expectations maybe that you're putting on your mom that isn't serving you or her because she's never been that way. <laughs> um, and, and then the other thing is, is just knowing what you want your relationship to look like. Like you're saying, Jake, how do I want to show up? Well, when I show up that way, how, what, what doors would that open up for our relationship? Yeah. And what, one more piece I would add to that, just because I don't want you to take what I said and have it go down a negative place is that it's not like, it's not like, how do I want to show up to defend myself? You know, not like, how do I want to show up to let her know what, what place it? It's more like a, a, a more productive technique would be to really get a vision of what you'd like the relationship to look like in an ideal way to have like sort of a picture of it in, mm -hmm. in your mind really being uh, united if that's your goal, right? Whatever your goal is, kind of seeing the goal, visualizing it. And from that place, that's where the work comes from of how do I show up? So, so then who am I in that? <laughs> so that it is leading towards something that you desire to have. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times when we do this kind of work with our clients, there are some thoughts that they're having that are creating a self-fulfilling self prophecy that the avoiding their mom is actually causing a disconnection in the mm -hmm. relationship. And when we clean up our thinking, now we're not feeling like we, we want to or need to avoid to feel okay. And then our relationship becomes more connected as a side effect which is pretty cool to see. Yeah, yeah. So basically you don't want to be stuck in two op options. She changes or I avoid. That, that's, yeah. that's not a good magical yeah. pathway to the relationship that you want. You want to look for other options in between and, and making, some, making some choices about how you want to think and feel. That's going to be the key to that. Our next question is an interesting one. Do you ever annoy each other? Obviously what's answer is no. What do you do about it? <laughs> let, let me ask it this way. Do I ever annoy you? Um, no, you actually don't. Exactly. I, <laughs> well, now that I think about it. <laughs> Dang it. I'm going to answer that question differently. I got cocky. <laughs> uh, no, actually you don't. And I think what I was, what I was reflecting on is... I get into these playful mo moods where I intentionally try to annoy Jake. <laughs> he calls it bullying. Bullying is what, yeah, that's what most people would call it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to think, do I get annoyed or am I trying to be annoying? <laughs> and I think it's option two. Do I ever annoy you, Jake? Uh, yes and no. I, I would I would say on on default yes the way that any human being is gonna get annoyed but I am thanks to this work and thanks to the the job that we do. <laughs> Hold on, I think I need to go cry. <laughs> Are you <gonna> okay? <laughs> when do I annoy you? Oh oh, this is gonna go there. <laughs> Never. Really? When do Never. I annoy you? I'm not annoying <laughs> at all. 
<laughs> well, sometimes in the bullying stages, she meows like a cat. Don't shoot <laughs> her. <laughs> and rubs her nose on my cheek. But, but that's actually not annoying. Um, what, what, one place where I have grown in not being annoyed by anyone, I'll say, is that it used to really bother me if people were late. And, and because I didn't like to be late. And one of the things, one of the adjustments that I've made in my thinking, in my own work, in my own mind is like, I don't need to be worried about that. It is not a flaw in my character to be late. Like I'm not like not thoughtless about being places. So I don't have to worry about that. Like I could see the judgment I could, uh, that I was thinking other people were going to have toward me, which was really me because it was only me in my own head doing all of these things. And I really got a hold of my desire to be on time. So I didn't have to be in a hurry. I'm not late. So and, and so once, so once I got that under control, then I no longer felt annoyed if <laughs> we were running late for something in an imaginary space because it would never be late <laughs> if we had set a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I rate that question on a scale of one to 10, 10 being amazing, uh, a three. <laughs> As Whit and I have embarked on this journey of making our own change and helping clients do the same, one thing that we've noticed is that the change that's really worth making is usually not a one and done kind of thing. That the key factor is the ability to do it daily, to be consistent, to remain steadfast. We believe this so much that we have named our company after it and we've created a program intentionally designed to build your consistency. We want to build your consistency to trust yourself, so we called it Trust You. If you're ready to become the person that doesn't just renew your mind, but renews your mind daily, head over to steadfastlifecoaching.com and check it out.